0: Hello everybody, welcome to Versus Pop Culture. My name is Richard, with me is Greg. Hello. And Johnny. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, um, we were like, hey, we got a lot of things to talk about. And then we (laughs) looked it up and we were like, we have
1: nothing to talk about. We have had the most mundane, boring week in the history of summers.
0: So we got a little bit that we will talk about and, um just because we haven't beaten the dead horse enough, we have talk about the Flash movie. (laughs) At this point, if Slash 1, it ever comes out, Johnny's going to have to drive down here to Ohio. We're going to have to watch it together while throwing popcorn at the screen. Um, (laughs) So we're just going to talk a little bit about, you know, life and kind of where we're at. And uh, we'll get a little bit into the Flash movie again. (laughs) Um... And we'll go from there.
1: I mean, we also have a little NFL to talk. We have a small amount of baseball. The Field of Dreams game was this week as well. And I will say, I'm terrified to say this. Joseph Daniel looked fantastic in that pinstripe jersey. And I know this is going to come back to haunt me.
0: He's not going to end up on the Yankees, dude.
1: Not the only pinstripes. <laughs>
0: I can't think of any other pinstripes, honestly, unless he's going to start wearing a 90s reds uniform to every game.
2: Do the White Sox have pinstripes at one point?
1: Uh, They have the, yeah, their white jerseys, and as well as their Southside City Connect jerseys, but unfortunately there is a logjam at first base NDH for the White Sox.
0: Either way, I, I truly, I don't think Joey wants to play for any other team and i'm not saying that the reds deserve that because quite frankly they don't he's going to end his career fighting for relevancy in third place with a in a freaking division where 20 games under 500 is going to get you third
1: <laughs> wait a second are we talking about the al or the nl central
0: oh we're talking about the nl central at least this year
1: oh, i'm glad they both stink this is fantastic
0: yeah, it's it's been it's been frustrating, but as long as we're on it, um I did like watching the Field of Dreams game even though the Reds were not really competitive for the majority of it.
1: Um despite all that, we are still very excited for Labor Day weekend. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna be honest. I was sitting there last night, and I was like, you know, we don't have to go to a res game. <laughs> like, we could, we could go somewhere else. Like, if you know, we, they they could come to downtown. We could go hang out in Yellow Springs that night. I, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I don't want to give this team any more money. They're not doing anything with it.
0: But yeah, um Yeah, i I I did. I, I enjoyed the Field of Dreams game. It was it was neat to watch. I liked the fact that they mic'd up Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously would have liked to have seen a different outcome, but at least Ashley could be happy.
1: <laughs> we were sitting in a restaurant watching the game for a little bit, and it was uh I really liked the jerseys. I'm not a fan of the hat with that red piping that went around the uh, front side, as well as the bottom side of the actual cap component.
0: I, I did honestly find it kind of funny that they had the um, Reds wearing 1919 throwback jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, the Reds weren't really part of field of dreams. Like I think there was a single Reds player in the background so it's just kind of like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. aren't we won the World Series from the guys who threw the game? <laughs> um, we're going to dress like that.
1: Well, they had the guys that threw the game in the game last year, so fair is fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. It's still funny.
1: Um, no, it was, it was cool. It's such a neat aesthetic, um, and it's really interesting to kind of see... And read some of the stories. I mean, Votto had a really cool Twitter thread where he explained the relevance of that film to his life and who he yeah. was growing up and the story with his dad who passed away some years ago. Um, yeah, I just... The Field of Dreams game. I know we probably, like, kind of hummed and hawed and kind of laughed at it and thought it was kind of goofy, but I think I'm okay as long as they give us, like, good... I I don't want to see, like... Pittsburgh versus, uh, I'm dry. I can't even think of a team worse than Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I don't want to see like any of that kind of stuff. But like if they were to do like Detroit and somebody else next year, one of the longer running franchises, I think that would be cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, they're not going to have one next year, but the year after next they will. Yeah. Probably. Um, apparently, uh, Frank Thomas actually owns the field of dreams now.
1: I remember it was for sale. It's, I'm floored that he was the one that bought it. Cause we're
0: yeah, Frank Thomas. And I'm going to assume there's an investor group there. Not just him. It
1: was being sold for like 4.5 million.
0: But they are in the process of, I guess, uh, building a hotel over there. Oh no. And the hotel is going to make it so that it would be impossible to hold a game there next year. Uh, but yeah, there, there not, there will not be one next year. Okay, but there will be one um, the year after next, more than likely. It's not official. Like MLB has committed to last year and this year. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's one of those events where everyone likes it. I doubt it costs them an egregious amount of money to run. It it kind of, to an extent, it reminds me of the Winter Classic in the NHL. Yeah. So my guess is one of two things. Either A, the MLB will scrap it all together because people enjoy it and we can't have fun in this league. (laughs) Um, Or the MLB will all of a sudden run a Field of Dreams game for all 30 teams every year and make it completely pointless, like the Winter Classic and every other version of the Winter Classic that the NHL now runs.
1: (laughs) All 13 of them every year?
0: Yeah, I know they're not all called Winter Classic, but we all know what they are.
1: Yeah, the outdoor stadium series? Yeah. I
2: think that's pretty
0: cool,
1: though, versus playing in a cornfield.
0: I think it's cool. I just think that (laughs) when you're running like a dozen of them every year, it loses something.
2: Yeah. No, it doesn't. They're playing outside. They normally play inside. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it's just (laughs) because the sport's more fun to watch. I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that.
0: Do you you watch all 13 outdoor hockey games every year?
2: I don't watch any of them. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: they're they're so special that greg does not watch any of them
1: (laughs) greg's just no i think they're fantastic i want them for the rest of you i won't watch a second but yes i think they should do one at mile high again for the abs and greg should go to that Mm -hmm. game we'll see
2: It's (laughs) to be done in winter i don't like traveling in winter
1: (laughs) well we shall see um let's see london no fun sports we had an interesting development yesterday that Fernando Tatís Jr has now been suspended for the remainder of the season for peds yep
0: uh, and into next year
1: yep 80 games so he is got him he still got 13 years and 335 million dollars left on that contract one more but hey, one more test it's, th- it's a full season
0: it, it but it wasn't actually for PEDs. He was just trying to treat ringworm guys.
1: hmm I just want one time one of them to come out and be like, yep, I did it. I'll be back.
0: Uh, can, can, I ask, can I ask you ask a question?
1: Yeah. Does he still get paid?
2: No. I don't think so. No? Okay.
0: Okay, so you get popped for PEDs. Let's 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 pretend that you you get popped for the same thing that Fernando Tatis Jr. did. Mm-hmm. Do you admit, that you retreating treating ringworm? Because given the two options, I think I'd be like, "Oh boy, I, I wasn't getting the gains that I needed on my lifts, so I just tried a little bit of this, rather than being like, I had ringworm."
1: All I'm saying is come out, be like, yes, I tested positive. I apologize to the fans and my team. I'll serve my suspension. I'm not saying he doesn't have to explain anything. I don't want an explanation. Just be like, I did it. Next. We had enough with Ryan Braun consistently destroying other people's lives to try and cover his own ass. Just come out, own up to it, move on. That's all I'm saying.
0: I I don't know. I I could see it being... I mean it is obviously possible that he actually had ringworm. I'm just saying that personally, given the two options, I would not be like Hey guys, I uh I had ringworm. Like for me, that's always gonna be the disease that Cricket had and always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs>
1: All I'm saying is that if someone gave me a $350 million contract, I'd probably be hiring a better medical team to ensure that I'm not testing positive no matter what. Here's the list of all the things you can and cannot prescribe me or cannot. Next.
0: Uh, All I'm saying is that. He's expected to live on only $350 million.
2: I hate everything.
0: So, I mean, he probably had to go to a free clinic or something like that. How are they supposed to know?
1: Mm. You know, I already have my answer. Uh, and that's, that's bait. <laughs> I'm not answering that.
0: <laughs> okay, so other than watching the Field of Dreams game and Greg watching old winter classics. Uh, What else did you guys do this week? Oh, man.
1: Greg, what'd you get up to, man? How was football this week?
2: It was fun. Chelsea won. Tottenham looks really good. Chelsea plays Tottenham tomorrow. So, nobody wants that right now. Chelsea's (laughs) still trying trying to sign players. Yeah, yes, it's better now than later in the season. Manchester yeah, Arsenal, like I said Villa play Everton
1: right now. Okay, I keep getting updates for Real Madrid. They just beat Germany in some type of Euro thing, the Super Cup. Yeah, I don't know what this is.
2: Real Madrid won. Real Madrid beat that in the Super Cup, and then that. Got Chelsea twenty million pounds. What? Because of the contract that they signed for and uh, Hazard. So if they won the Liga, they if they won Champions League, they won the Super Cup. Chelsea get like fifteen to twenty million euro or pounds. Sorry.
0: Hazard is uh, Hazard is with uh, Real Madrid now.
2: Mm-hmm. He has been for the last three years. Hmm. So every time they won, Chelsea. Gotten more money from the from the sale, <laughs> so Chelsea. I think it, I think it's ended up costing Real Madrid almost like 190 million pounds mm. so far,
1: just to win.
2: Yes, it built into the contract,
1: but I'm sure they make plenty of extra money by also winning.
2: Not that much money. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things they put those uh, special things in the deals, I'm saying if you win, you know, the, the Premier League, you get. You know, 5 million pounds extra.
1: No, they do that in the NHL and stuff when there's traded players in that where if they win a certain amount of games or make it to a certain point in the playoffs that there's kickback for the uh, team that traded the player away.
2: Yeah. that's And then the has our deal still paying back. (laughs) It's hilarious.
1: That makes sense. So, I don't know. It's looking more and more like we might just be Madrid guys here.
2: (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Real's a great team.
1: Listen, they got a nice little lavender purple kit that they're wearing this season. So, vinicius Junior.
2: Vinicius Junior is good. He, he's he's a different level. Like he's a very good player. He's very hard to contain, and he I mean he's got great skills. I mean, you when you watch that guy, you can see that he's different than the other ones.
1: Um, so football started premier leagues back. Also this side of the ocean football is back as of last night. I mean, I know there's a hall of fame game, which is a glorified, what you would call a friendly Greg.
0: Mm -hmm. No one counts it.
1: Um, I want to give a little bit of props to the Jacksonville Jaguar fans for last night. (laughs) They are legends. Here's what happens when you have a wrestling company as the only source of entertainment in the city for almost two years. Wrestling chants are going to be part of your football team moving forward. <laughs> um, they were playing the Brown, the Browns, in a preseason game, to which the Jacksonville fans started chanting, "You sick fuck,"
0: <laughs> At Deshaun Watson. with Deshaun
1: Watson on the field, and the video made me laugh. It was fantastic yeah um yeah, there wasn't a lot going on. Obviously, Joe Burrow's still coming back from his appendicitis procedure.
0: <sighs> uh, you know what? I would be fine if Joe Burrow happened to be rehabbing that appendicitis procedure. I don't know for um two more weeks and a day. Yeah,
1: I don't want to see him play until week one. It's fine. yeah, he just get him first team reps during practice. He'll be fine. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing. He's not gonna forget how to play the game. I know that much. Which apparently the Jets were worried about with their quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Oof.
0: Yeah, I I have no desire to see Joe in a regular game. Um in the preseason. I would just like him to chill out, relax, and show up at week one ready to ball. Uh, I would also like to see the Bengals re sign Quentin Spain at some point in the next couple days. Uh, I know he was in Cincinnati last night, and our left guard position is as bad as it's been because Jackson Carmen doesn't know how to do anything except for victimize underage girls. Oof. So if we could go ahead and cut Jackson Carmen and re-sign Quentin Spain, uh, I would be very happy.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's all fun and games. And for the people who are saying, how dare you laugh at the Jets and their misfortune? What would happen if your quarterback suffered the same fate? That's not the flex you guys think it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. jo- jo- Johnny watched last night and he was like, Jordan, love more, please. <laughs>
1: Listen, Jordan Love is a wonderful human being and I hope he finds success. Mostly with the Packers.
0: I mean he only had three interceptions. So it could have been worse.
1: No, well, no, well, you're absolutely correct. We uh we do love Jordan Love in this house. And we are thankful that he is not some pseudo-science shamanistic weirdo. Uh,
0: you you don't take mushrooms.
1: You know, <clears throat> I am glad that I can't freely admit to taking psychedelics and face no consequences. Also, how's Josh Gordon doing? Josh
0: Gordon. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to give my personal opinion on Josh Gordon, and I'm just going to be honest. Should he continually face bans over um, weed? Probably not, but at the same time, the man has had ample opportunities to come back in the league, and he's still continually like, I'm going to smoke weed right before the test.
1: Yeah, that's what it's... <laughs> If y'all have ever smoked weed, at no point is that considered performance enhancing. (laughs) Here's here's Johnny. I can't see it, so I'm going to let Greg kind of accurately describe what's going on here.
2: (laughs) Testing how the weather is.
0: Yeah. Uh, And Josh Horton is actually technically signed with the Chiefs and has been been reinstated. But I mean, then you
1: look at someone like Ricky Williams, who literally used it to try and deal with anxiety. Documented. Prescribed, by the way. Flushed out of the league.
0: Uh, I don't think Ricky's was prescribed. I think he was before they did prescription for weed.
1: That's why he came to Canada, because he found another doctor that would do it.
2: Now it's an everyday thing.
1: Yeah, see? like (laughs) The NFL is the league of... We'll catch up eventually.
0: And as a side note, Ricky wasn't actually flushed out of the league. He was suspended for a year in two thousand and six, but he he played after that until he was god awful.
1: Stop smoking weed. Maybe it is performance enhancing. <laughs> <laughs> um So I don't know. I just I really, really, really just wish. I didn't have to see Aaron Rodgers on everything right now.
0: Oh, dude, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to go away. No no matter what, he's, he is one of the faces of the league. And he's going to be one of the faces of the league until he either gets to be so bad that he's no longer marketable or he retires. That's how it's going to be. Well,
1: scoot over because we're a borough household now.
0: <laughs> what, what's going to be funny, honestly, is when he does retire and he's forgotten about 10 minutes later.
1: I know it's
0: because and, and don't get me wrong. like I'm not sitting here and saying that he's a bad quarterback or he's not a hall of fame level quarterback. Cause mm-hmm. he's, he's both of those, but it's, it's so funny like to watch the marketing machine that is the NFL versus the marketing Tonka truck. That is the MLB when it comes to their players, like the NFL makes their superstars Feel like superstars that everyone knows. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you took the average American, you put him in a, you put Mike Trout in a lineup, and said, "Hey, I'll give you a thousand bucks. You can pick out Mike Trout." They'd be like,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> "Which one of these guys is the fisherman?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, it's similar to the NHL. Imagine having like a once in a generation talent like Connor McDavid in a sports league and not being able to do anything with it.
0: It it is. It's like, it it is, it's astounding to me because I mean, let's use Drew Brees as an example. Drew Brees was largely considered to be a generational talent in the NFL, at the quarterback position. Yep. You know, he was probably one of the top five when he played.
1: He's just a little guy.
0: He, he made the mistake of being born around the same time as Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. So (laughs) that's on him. Um, but he was marketed behind, he was treated as a huge deal every time they had a game yep. and everyone knew who Drew Brees was. Drew Brees has been retired for a little over a year. You don't see Drew Brees anywhere now.
1: Um, no, he's on the sports betting commercials. Okay. We did so, actually go to space. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it, it is, it's just, it's just kind of, it's interesting to watch yeah. because... You don't see it. Like, I, I don't know. It's like I said, whenever Aaron Rodgers retires, he just, he's going to become such a small blip on the radar. You're not even going to care.
1: Uh, it'll be fine. He'll co-host with Joe Rogan and we'll call it a day.
0: Um, anyway.
1: So, yeah, it's, we're excited. NFL's back. I'll be excited when hockey's back. Greg, mm-hmm. you also finally got your jersey delivered. Yep. How how sweet is that jersey? How good does that feel with a Stanley Cup patch? Oh, it feels really
2: good. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling you about this the other day. The, uh, that's the first non soccer jersey I own. Really? Yeah. I, had, I've never had, a Reds, like... never had a Reds jersey, never oh. had a Bengals jersey. Uh, like, i have never had any other jerseys.
1: So it was just football kits or nothing. Yep. That's so funny. Well, that's really cool, man. I'm sure like your closet probably looks a little ridiculous right now. <laughs> with all like short sleeves for as far as the eye can see. And then just like one dangly purple blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. No, it looked really good. It was uh, pretty cool to see that come across and. You know you're gonna get to wear that for games now that you're full steam ahead. I mean, yeah. I guess now the next logical purchase would be a Dodgers jersey
2: that one's like it's it's baseball like Dodgers are probably be yes, but it's it's baseball, so I struggle with that one have they made like a um like a Raheem Sterling Dodgers jersey or something like that. Like, sure. like somebody from Chelsea's Dodgers jersey. Because I just ordered my new Chelsea kit. I ordered a Kulabali home kit.
1: So the uh, nobody can see this right now, but Richard is the GIF of the cartoon man with all the middle fingers just growing out of his face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dodgers jersey. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you mean Todd Bentley spent one hundred and seventy-six million pounds so far th- in this transfer window, and there is wow. still two players they want to go after? If they if they get if they sign those two players, they're going to break Chelsea's all-time spending record. Really? Of two, Chelsea's all-time spending record, two hundred and seventy-two million pounds. Jesus! In three months, in the tr- in one transfer window,
0: are they are they signing Ronaldo?
2: No, they turned him down.
0: What about what about Pele?
2: No. Pele's too old.
1: So he's going to MLS?
2: Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean if he went to the MLS, he probably would still score goals.
1: Yeah. Um, no, that's really cool. The uh I'm happy that like all the sports are coming back because <laughs> Richard, you and I with baseball were kind of like great. <laughs> it's, it could be worse. My favorite team is 500 with $190 million plus payroll.
0: Hey, dude, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I'm tired of giving a shit about my team's payroll.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that's. It, it, like,
2: is it because it's the rent? I can
0: sing. Well, no, I continually see people who are like, well, at least they're not still paying, blah, blah, blah. And. Yeah, you know, oh well, they you know, they got some prospects and they don't have to pay blah, blah, blah 10 million dollars anymore and it's just like I don't give a shit. I just want my team to win.
1: But that's what I mean. Like payroll doesn't solve that. Look at the Padres. How many games did they lose after trading for Juan Soto? 7 straight. Like it's it's not going to make a difference. That baseball is always going to be a game that is more reliant on, like, team cohesiveness as opposed to, like, NFL, you can get three guys who are the best possible players at their positions, put them in, and you're probably going to do really well.
0: As long as two of those positions are offensive line.
1: I mean, (laughs) yes. Who was the Ravens quarterback that
2: won the Super Bowl? (laughs) Joe Flacco. Yeah. Well, that one and the
0: other one, the older one. Trent Dilfer. That's the one.
1: Yeah, but you had generational talent on the goddamn Ravens that that year. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the Ravens defense was <laughs> insanity. Not hard you, to win you're when the other team are
1: scoring six points on average per game.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. They, they they're winning every game nine to six, but they were winning.
1: win's a, a one, Richard.
0: It is. I, I I won't take that Super Bowl away from them. Oh God! So I just
1: we're 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 circling the drain. We just wish our teams were better. That's it. We're not asking for much. And football is a chance for us to kind of enjoy sprots again. So we will we'll get into that. This will be the first year. I'm excited for the for FIFA this November, which is amazing because okay. it's over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, but little bit of a side note for myself and Ashley and I this week, Richard, you sent me something which I had previously come across and kind of just put to the back of my mind. We made it to the stranger things official pop-up in Oakbrook, which is just West of Chicago.
0: Oh, I didn't know it was in Oakbrook. Yeah. Okay. I know where Oakbrook is.
1: Um, so it was at that really obnoxiously large mall.
0: <laughs> yep
1: but it was the outdoor area which was kind of nice because then it was like away from the heavy foot traffic um we got to go in it was pretty cool we got a picture in like joy's living room with the Christmas lights behind us um there was a picture with the demogorgon there was the the arcade the mall we took a <laughs> i'll I'll share the photo with you too but that'll be it we did a recreation of a prom photo with Ashley and I (laughs) (laughs) and uh no it was it was really cool I mean there were some interesting things they had there seeing some of the memorabilia they did a really good job of having like stuff that you would only find in that era um so with Joy's living room it was really funny because they like nailed or super glued everything down. You couldn't pick up like any of the props that were around the living room, which so that makes sense because they had so- the-
0: someone would ruin it for oh, everybody.
1: else. 100%. It would be one person coming in and it's like, this is why we can't have nice things. Um, It was just, it was really cool. It was kind of neat. The aesthetic was really awesome. A little bit. I wish it had been more experience based. It was definitely put there to push buy all of these things, which is fine if all of the things had still been in stock, (laughs) but the pop-up is coming to an end. I believe August 21st, Uh, if any of you listening to this, all six of you, if anyone's in the Chicago area, you can book through, I believe it's the fever app. Um, It's free admission, which was kind of nice. Um, But it is only running through the 21st of August. So if you want to get kind of a cool experience, I think the only other two locations are running these are Dallas and Paris, which, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm sorry. How did we arbitrarily select these? Chicago, I kind of understand. Like it's a midway point. But Dallas? Really? Anyway, uh, it was really cool. We had a really good time. Um, it was super fun. And, uh, you know, I think if they were to do something like that again, because there was a couple things I had seen that I was like, oh, I'd really like to pick that up. They have like a vinyl recording of the entirety of the music that was used for stranger things. And I was like, man, that on vinyl, put it on the record player. Like I thought that would be a really cool item for us to be able to like have. So they, they did have quite a bit of like neat things. I mean, I'm never paying $60 for a t-shirt. (laughs) <laughs> but it was no oh, it was really cool it was really neat and i appreciate you kind of reminded me about that richard and i think we're really glad that we actually went and did that
0: it is in grapevine i'm gonna be in dallas uh at the end of this month
1: hmm.
0: so all the locations are like it's
1: in this city it's kind of like people that are like i live in chicago what's it say on your mail not chicago got it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I've got to take that and kind of file that away for future use. Oh my god, I know where this is. I um, I stayed literally right next to this mall last time I was in Grapevine. Oh okay.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. Where um, you know, one of the the reason Stranger Things is kind of a big deal beyond the fact that like we actually love the series is that it was when Ashley and I officially started our thing, it was one of, if not the first thing that we did as a, uh, long distance date night is watch the newest season of stranger things back in 2017. So for us, it was kind of nice to be able to have that. And I mean, it was a neat, like free date night experience for us to be able to go. And we took a bunch of really fun pictures and stuff that we can kind of hang on to. And, It was just, it was really, really great. I'm glad we did it. And I think in the future when there's other pop-ups, we will try to um, make a point of going and checking them out. And we have our video game bar and arcade here in the city. Um, And they are currently doing a Jurassic Park theme until Labor Day weekend. So we may take an opportunity to go and check that out as well.
0: There's apparently a bar in downtown Cincinnati that's doing a Harry Potter theme uh, through Labor Day weekend. Oh, sick. Okay. Well, maybe that's uh,
1: maybe that's, maybe that's uh, something of a thing. Maybe that's something of a thing outside of jungle gyms and <laughs> the zoo and feeding giraffes.
0: <laughs> giraffes, Fiona, and Fritz.
1: I thought it yes. was Phoebe.
0: Uh, BB is the Fiona's mom, mom. Yeah. Fritz or Ferguson, whatever he ends up being is Fiona's new little brother.
1: It's going to be Fritz. Uh, but yeah. And then this week outside of that, um, I think it's something that we will probably touch on and be able to speak on potentially next week. We will see or for the next episode is the uh, Woodstock 99 documentary, which is a three episode run where they go back and interview the uh, event organizers and staff and attendees for the festival. And it was, um, it was awful.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I got ready to watch that uh, about a week ago and Amy was not ready to watch it. And I just kind of stopped. Yeah. Um So, yeah, um I I will I will come back to that probably this week. Yeah. Uh this past week was busy for me. We went up to Cedar Point. Uh so we spent a couple days up in beautiful Sandusky, Ohio. Um we had Tofs Ice Cream, which is the oldest dairy barn or whatever it dairy farm uh, operating in Ohio. Um, I had one called Feeling Dangerous, which is a chocolate ice cream with peanut butter and some other stuff in it. Um, it was delicious. Um, we also had, uh, you know, we had a fun time at Cedar Point. Um, Cedar Point has an option for a single day ticket that includes a meal, the dining plan and parking um, for $69. I'm sorry, what? Cedar Point has an option for a single day ticket plus parking plus a meal plan for $69.
1: That's actually really good.
0: It is, because I was not looking forward to paying an egregious sum of money to go to Cedar Point. <laughs> um, like, I had convinced myself we were going to pay $70 plus just for each ticket. Oh, my God. Um, so when I was able to get in there and feed myself and my wife for $70, and we didn't get Julie the meal plan because she eats like a bird. Um <laughs> So it was uh, it was a good time. Uh, We abused the heck out of that meal plan. Uh, We ate three meals there. Um, And honestly, it's it's an interesting place to go because, you know, Cedar Fair is also who owns King's Island and who has for most of the last 20 years owned King's Island. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot of things that are like here and there. Hmm. Um, and in some cases, they're like different, like their version of the Woodstock Express is so different than the version of the Woodstock Express at King's Island, which, you know, makes sense because the King's Island version is like 50 years old and has just been renamed. Yeah. Um. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Julie is now tall enough to ride basically every roller coaster oh, no. and has no desire to ride any <laughs> roller coaster larger than the Woodstock Express.
1: Yeah, well, Julie, you and I are on the same page with that.
0: It it is, it is legitimately funny, though, because, like, so I don't remember if we talked about this a lot when we went to Disneyland, but, like, I took her on uh, Space Mountain. Space Mountain at Disneyland, while we were there, was rethemed to Star Wars. Uh, It was called Hyperspace Mountain. And it was legitimately my favorite single ride I've ever taken on anything ever. Because, like, you you pull out of the station, and that first kind of, like, Space Mountain's like a kinetic coaster. So you start off in this, like, tunnel, and then you just kind of shoot off. Um... But what they did is they rethemed that tunnel so the Star Wars theme was played, and it looked like you were jumping to hyperspace and all this other Mm -hmm. stuff. And then as you went through, they had all these projections going. Well, Julie was scared to get on Space Mountain. (laughs) And she ended up agreeing with me to get on it. Yeah. Um, And then she got off it, and she's like, that was amazing! (laughs) But meanwhile, I'm like, hey, kid, let's get on Gatekeeper. Uh, Gatekeeper is this ride that right as you enter Cedar Point, directly above the gates, they have what looks like the eye of a needle in two separate spots. Yeah. Gatekeeper threads through the eye of the needle, going sideways right above the gates to Cedar Point. And I'm like, we totally got to get on that. And she's like, no. (laughs) I'm like okay well uh, obviously you don't want to get on Millennium Force and that's fine I wouldn't ask no okay well what about this one called Ruger no okay what about the wrapped no (laughs) and like I would just point at like a small wooden roller coaster and she'd be like no like okay uh, Woodstock Express yeah that's fine (laughs) so the only roller coaster she got on was Woodstock Express and she had a great time and I went and rode gatekeeper by myself. Um, <laughs> and gatekeeper is not it. For those of you who are familiar with Kings Island, it's about equivalent to Banshee. Um, it's not a fast roller coaster. It climbs a steep hill. It goes down the hill and then it does a lot of twisting and turning and you go upside down a lot and you go sideways a lot. Um, but it has a, it's like one of those where it's kind of like a wingspan. Mm. Um, I have this thing with roller coasters I've never ridden before. As I go to get on it, and it takes off, I decide I've made a horrible mistake, and I really wish I could get off.
1: <laughs> you're you're Joe Bluth at this point. You're like, I've made a terrible mistake.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And once I've done that, and once I've ridden it for the first time, I'm generally fine. Yeah. But, like, you know, this does its little climb up the hill, which is not super tall. It's like 140 feet, something like mm. that and then it does this thing where it flips you around and you go down the hill, basically upside down. And, you know, we go down the hill and I'm just like, ah, and I, 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 I took a picture of my fun pics picture and I'll send it to you guys because I look absolutely just in pain. <laughs> uh, but I, I basically screamed for about 45 seconds straight to start the ride off and we got back to the station and the dudes in front of me, I hear go, "Who in the hell was screaming that whole time?" And then <laughs> Richard, turn around and I look don't back. know that
1: guy's terrible. Where is he? No,
0: I, I, no, I, I just went. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on this ride before. <laughs> so um, I would, I would like to go back to Cedar Point in like two or three more years when Julie is. A little more open to going on some of the larger rides. Um, I have zero desire to go on Top Thrill Dragster if it ever opens back up. Yeah. Um, but I would like to take her back and go on some of the just slightly larger rides. Um, if she looks like for fun. It. Yes. <laughs>
1: You should test this at King's Island first and then go back to Cedar Point. So you're not making the trip all the way north just to be like,
0: this is not what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah, um, but she did. She had a great time and I enjoyed it. Uh, so did the wife, um, So we will definitely go back at some point in the future. We also spent a nice amount of time on the beach because Cedar Point, if you've never been, um, is actually on a little peninsula and they have kept a certain amount of that peninsula as actual beach property. Yeah. Um, So you can go exit the park, you know, get your ticket scanned, go hang out on the beach and then turn around and come back. So we did that uh, and we enjoyed it. Um so I I I would recommend it like if you're someone especially if you're someone who likes roller coasters they have 17 roller coasters right this second they're going to have 18 next year cuz they just announced another one Um yeah okay Uh also one of those things that I don't think that we've talked about uh and you know just cuz we're getting ready to talk about DC again and that's going to be a downer um, we got a new puppy recently. <laughs> um, her name is River. Um, and she is adorable. Um, she is freaking hilarious. <laughs> um,
1: yes, I get video of the walking sessions every day, which are actually just Richard walking. And carrying the dog.
0: Yeah. She uh, she still refuses to walk on a leash right now, unless you're going where she wants to go. So, um, yeah, basically, you put down this little two-pound dog and put her on a leash and start walking. And she basically acts like an anchor, uh, only walking when she feels like it. So, instead, what you have to do is pick her up and carry her as you walk, like, three miles through your neighborhood... Um and then uh when you get in sight of the house and she realizes you're walking back, you can set her down and she'll walk the rest of the way.
1: oh man. So you're having a good time though.
0: Yeah, she's she's really. She's very sweet, very cute. Um she's still largely she's she's basically a lap dog. She likes to just basically kind of chill out next to you, but every once in a while Um, So what ended up happening, we ended up with a dog. Uh, I guess I haven't told the story, so I'll just tell it kind of from the beginning. We we decided we wanted another dog, and it seemed like a fun time, good thing to do. You know, Julie is nine and just turned nine, and she has said many times in the past she would like a dog, and I'm like, we have a dog, and we have a (laughs) rule that there's no more animal mouths in the house than there are human mouths. Um so couple like I guess about a month ago, um I ended up at a puppy mill that will remain nameless. Um and I was like, we're not buying a dog from here, but these dogs are really cute. And all of a sudden, I was open to us having another dog. <laughs> um, so we ended up running into a breeder um, in East Bufu, Kentucky. Um, And we got down there, and she ended up with four puppies that were the breed that we wanted. And we were like, this is great. And Julie had fallen in love with a picture of one particular puppy. So we went down there specifically for that puppy. And I said, oh yeah, um, you should bring them all just in case. Cause <laughs> the picture was blurry. Um, and this is, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Hmm. So, we get down there and Amy falls in love with another puppy. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but we have to get the one Julie's in love with. So we're good. Thanks. And the breeder's like, oh, well, if you wanted a discount, I can give you a discount on second one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. We don't need a second one. And as I'm on the phone with my, my parents showing him the puppy we're getting ready to take, Amy's like, oh, no, we need a second one. And I'm like, I'm sorry, my wife done bumped her head. We're going to go ahead and just take the one. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, but what if we took two? And I'm like, do what now? <laughs> so... um yeah uh, apparently we took two um and my caveat was basically we were going to try to find a home for the second one <laughs>
1: yeah. because so, here's the part that kills me you knowing full well <laughs> what the response is going to be is be like hey we got two dogs where where uh where, where do you want to meet so you can get yours <laughs> yeah. which my wife is like how far where's halfway (laughs) probably indiana and no i don't want to stop anywhere in that state so i was howling i was like oh no 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 richard that that sounds like uh that sounds like a richard problem right now
0: yeah well it's
1: johnny problem (laughs) and
0: and and it's funny because like you know i'm having this conversation with my wife and i'm having this conversation with my daughter and i'm like we're not going to name this dog because someone's going to take him off of our hands yeah. Like we're obviously not going to end up with two dogs. <laughs> and what my daughter heard was we're obviously going to end up with two dogs. <laughs> um, so we, we took them up to my parents. My parents were like, ah, it's adorable. No. And then, um, my sister came over and she was meeting our puppy and we popped out with the other puppy and, we're like, so, uh huh, dog, huh? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, he's adorable, no. And so we called my other sister, and I'm like, Hey, uh, puppy, yeah, huh, puppy? And she's like, Yeah, he's adorable, no. And I'm like, Oh, okay, I guess we're ending up with two dogs. And in the meantime, in the background, my first sister is like, We're taking him. We're taking him. <laughs> That's our dog now. So, you know, I got off the phone and she's like, cool, we're taking the dog. So we still ended up with two of the dogs in our family. And it was really nice. And then my sister, who I called on the phone, apparently in the background after telling Mino, was like, we want the dog. Um, so we ended up driving back down to East Buffalo, Kentucky and picking up another dog. So River... And her two siblings ended up with me and my two siblings. And we ended up with three dogs from the same litter um, all together. And it is freaking adorable when they get together. Like, you just put them all three together and they're all just, like, so happy. But then River... Who is the runt of the litter? She weighed 1.3 pounds when we brought her home, oh, and is still roughly two thirds of the size of either of the other dogs. Picks fights with them, really, and in a lot of cases beats their asses, <laughs> and it's hilarious.
1: She's got a little Rudy in her, is what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, every so often she's just like, "What up, yo," and you just see her like. <laughs> And she started trying to do it to to my dog, who is twelve years old. Oh no! And you know he he weighs in at a whopping seven pounds. But last night, yeah, she kept trying to jump him, and he's he's just like Rawr.
1: he's like I'm too old. He's he's Murdoch and Riggs at the same time. He's like I'm too old for this
0: shit. Yeah, followed by basically trying to eat her. <laughs>
1: Oh man, no, that's, it's, it's great. And I mean, you could tell that some of the pictures you sent me of Jules, just like cuddling with river and like snuggling up all the time. I mean, you can tell that kids over the moon. I'm sure all three of you are, I'm sure Ollie is less. So, um,
0: yeah, Ollie is, um, Ollie is not what I would call thrilled
1: (laughs) at first. Pup is not on board with this new version of bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he has. It's very cute because he's taken it in stride continually. Yeah, you know, like there was Ollie. We brought him home. We had a cat.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and you know that cat moved on from this mortal life, and then later we brought home two different kittens a year apart, and he was just kind of like. <sighs> But he's kind of, you know, he kind of got over it relatively quickly, and it's kind of funny because, like, prior to River, um, I would have Ollie laying on one side of me, and I'd mm. have one cat laying on the other side of me. Yeah. And they wouldn't want to lay on top of each other, but they would be, like, you know, they'd have their, their separate but equal powers, like the various parts of the government. Ollie was the legislative <laughs> Whiskers was the judiciary and I had to just sit there and love on them both and now with River uh, Whiskers does not want to admit she exists yet but I'll have I kind of have the same thing happen where River will curl up next to me and then Ollie will come over and he will he'll physically like touch her and touch me but he won't look at her and acknowledge her yeah so it's it's kind of hilarious to watch um, but yeah, that's um that's been a lot of my life uh, recently. So that being said, um, let's talk about something that's not quite as fun, and that is what is currently going on with the flash movie.
1: Listen listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> Um, yeah, so is there a reason Ezra Miller hasn't just straight been arrested yet and like detained for his Uh, own good or the safety of the rest, literally rest of America?
0: Well, he, I believe he has a hearing in front of a judge over what's happened in Vermont. So, we'll see. Um, For those of you who are unaware, um, Ezra Miller is currently facing felony burglary charges in Vermont. Uh, And I had the opportunity to see one of the funniest uh, timeline matchups I've seen in a really long time. The other day, Uh, I believe I sent to Johnny. Uh, the first headline came from Comic Book Resource, which is The Flash film is reportedly testing well enough with audiences despite uh, the numerous scandals involving Ezra Miller, followed by the headline from Variety uh, 26 minutes later. The Flash star Ezra Miller charged with felony burglary in Vermont. <laughs> um,
1: uh, This man.
0: Supposedly all options are now on the table. Including the possibility of it just being straight up cancelled. Um, I don't know what they're going to end up doing here.
1: Remember when they cancelled Batgirl because they wanted to protect the brand? Yeah. And then had a literal felon committing felonies. Hey, he's
0: he's only a felon after he's been found guilty.
1: well, we'll see. I got my popcorn. I'm ready. pump yeah. it into my veins
0: so um, i i I tend to look at this from a little bit different perspective than I think most people do um, because I have a degree in business economics and I have an MBA. A lot of people look at this and they go, "Well, DC spent two hundred million dollars on this movie. There's no way they can cancel it." And I I want you to look at this from a from kind of an economic standpoint. They spent two hundred million dollars on this movie, and that money's not coming back. Yeah, like it's just not going to happen. That money's gone. That's what, in economics, you call a sunk cost. That money is already spent.
1: You all need to go after that tax write-off like you did with Batgirl.
0: What DC has to look at at this point is how much money are they going to spend going forward, and will they ever make that money back?
1: Oh, absolutely not.
0: I'm not talking about the $200 million, but whatever they feel like they have to spend going forward.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So if they feel like it's only gonna cost them twenty million dollars to finish the movie, and then they're gonna spend seventy-five on marketing, the question is can they make back, let's round it up to an even hundred, can they make back the next hundred million dollars? Yeah. And if the if they believe the answer is yes, they will make back that next hundred million dollars, then they are gonna they're gonna go ahead and release this movie. Yeah. <laughs> But if they think that it's going to cost them, for example, $200 million to release it, you know, a hundred million dollars in reshoots and whatever else, and another hundred million in marketing, then they have to consider whether they're gonna make that back. What are you giggling about?
2: I'm passing out over yeah, here. Asleep. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep. I was thinking about it though. <laughs> It's Richard's voice, though. It's very, very soothing.
1: It's soothing,
0: man. It's it's like Vince. I've I've said said for a long time that this is the best podcast to go to sleep to.
1: (laughs) It's an active effort on all of our behalfs. You're welcome, world. (sighs) Helping narcolepsy one episode at a time. (laughs) That narcolepsy
0: no. is when you just fall asleep. So Yeah, no,
1: that's we're, literally... We are like... We're, we're narcolepsy. helping
0: people develop narcolepsy. <laughs> are you an insomniac? Do you need help? Listen to Versus Pop Culture. Develop narcolepsy instead.
1: Do you or someone you know need help with sleep? <laughs> we're the Versus Clinic. Um, Yeah, no. It's... I. I I really want to hear where Greg's at with this because, like, obviously, Greg, you're not getting like, I get push notifications about this shit now. (laughs) Like, by push push notifications. I'm like, this is the last person I want notifications about, but it's also the first person I want notifications about.
0: And by push notifications, he means he gets messages from me as soon as it pops up. This is not even confirmation
1: bias anymore. (laughs) Like, this is literally just everything I suspected for years coming to fruition.
2: You just knew ahead of time.
1: He just something about other than his punch there, there, there. See, I care enough to still use the proper pronouns. Something about their face is just so very punchable and that no one has done it yet is beyond shocking. Cause this person is going to do this or behave with the wrong person And get absolutely demolished at some point. It may be in prison. (laughs) Go,
0: go, go. So Greg, what's your give a shit level for the Flash movie right now?
2: Zero. It was zero before, but...
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. Michael Keaton's going to be in it, though. 89 Batman.
0: That is the rumor that came out yesterday, by the way. Michael Keaton is still going to be in the movie... But they're bringing Affleck back to film several scenes for the third act. And it may lead to, instead of getting Batman 89 as the Batman of the DC Universe, keeping Batfleck as the Batman of the DC Universe.
1: Give me what I want. Batfleck? Yes.
0: You know, honestly, that's the one thing that I'm continually left with regarding the whole Snyderverse is I don't care about anything that Zack Snyder did from a story standpoint. But I like all the people that he cast. Yeah. Except for Ezra Miller. (laughs) Like, Affleck is great as Batman. He is. And Cavill's great as Superman and Gal Gadot's great as Wonder Woman. But holy shit him away from the stories let him cast people other than Ezra Miller yeah. and it's fine
1: Yep. yeah I just it's and let me just kind of walk things back I know it sounds like I'm celebrating that we are watching the absolute downfall of a I'm not even going to call him he's a quasi celebrity they are quasi celebrity they're not even celebrity status. I I just, it's honestly, what have they done? The Flash is the biggest platform or maybe Fantastic, Fantastic Be- Beasts. But like, again, do you come out of Fantastic Beasts going like, oh, Ezra Miller? No. Not exactly an individual that's chewing up the screen when you watch these films. Ditto the role with allegedly Barry Allen. Listen. If this ends up with Wally being the Flash in this current universe, recast the shit out of it. I'm fine.
0: Well, and that's and that's the part that I still find to be at least a little bit disappointing. Is I, I do think that there's a good chance that Wally does end up being the Flash, but man, I just want a proper big screen Barry Allen. I know. Yep. And we're never going to get that because the big screen Barry Allen we got is. Ezra freaking Miller.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So, I don't know. Just can't get
1: their shit together long enough to make a career. So, it sucks, but see ya. Honestly, just get rid of it. Bring me back Henry Cavill and get rid of Ezra Miller. That's like the world's greatest trade.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that kind of turns out. Um, I, I, I'm still pretty sure that DC has a fandom event coming up. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with that fandom event. Um, because quite frankly, DC is in a really weird place right now. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they have, you know, many things that are in production or are finished one way or the other. Um, But they don't have a lot of stuff that hasn't been filmed currently that they are, like, ready for. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see where they go.
1: I'm just saying, like, Greg, does Cavill coming back change anything for you pertaining to DC?
2: I'll watch it with him, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to see anything involving, like, Cavill, Affleck, and The Rock.
2: I'll go with The Rock and Cavill, but... Affleck, man. Yeah. He did. He dumped Ana um, de Armas, so he loses points and went back to J Lo.
1: I just, unless there is an actual incarceration pending, I think moving forward, I'm going to put like a moratorium on Ezra Miller talk. I know I'm the worst for it, but I feel like it's just it's the worst dead horse we have, if and it's you my say fault. That. It's no, no, no. I'm listen. I'm shouldering it. It's my fault. I, I, I get it.
0: I know no, no no, I'm not I'm not here to chide you. I'm just gonna say we keep saying, oh, we're gonna stop talking about Ezra Miller, and then they do something really stupid. <laughs> and it's like completely unprecedented. Yeah. So, like we can say we're gonna put a moratorium on talking about Ezra Miller, but they don't put a moratorium on doing stupid things. True. So it's gonna come up again. Why is why is it our responsibility
1: when they keep doing stupid shit? No, it's, you know, it's just one of those things. I think moving forward, you know, let the legal system get it sorted and we do what we need to do. Um, but it's, I think for next week, let's look at, or maybe next week, that'll be something we have to talk about outside of this podcast. But I think we'll do a quick review of the Woodstock 99. It's a quick three episode series, it's not super long. Um, and then we'll try to find something a little more upbeat to kind of wrap around it. Potentially Umbrella Academy season three, which was goddamn fantastic. Yep. Uh, Greg, Anything you've seen pop up that you would like to recommend people to watch or potentially for us to watch moving into the next episode.
2: That's all we were watching Woodstock 99.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else that you've had circled that you would like to jump in on?
2: Oh, uh, well, the Sandman, uh, you guys were talking about that and like, well, I'll check that out after I finish whatever cable okay. I'm watching right now.
1: I think Sandman could be something that we can touch in on. Maybe it could be an episodic thing where we just watch three episodes, do a quick catch up, see where we're at and let people know what we're thinking about the, uh, series. Okay. Uh, Beyond that, Greg, if they want to get a hold of you to be able to talk a little bit of footy before the next episode, Dr. Dre style, how can they get in contact with you?
2: Uh, At Roe Gregory.
1: And Richard, if they want to be able to discuss roller coasters and the screaming woman at the back of the ride, how can they get a hold of you?
0: At Richard versus.
1: And if you want to contact myself to discuss, I mean, listen... There's a few of you that will send me every time some stupid shit happens with this person. Thank you. You make me laugh. I appreciate you. (laughs) The the gifs are appreciated. Uh, You can contact me through at versus podcast, followed by the underscore above and beyond that. It's a beautiful Saturday. And I get to see the lovely faces of these two wonderful human beings in a couple of weeks. We're super pumped, super excited. Above and beyond that, Richard.